Stories from Central Mass Podcast. Mike, I am. You are listening to... I don't know, man. I thought I'd try something different. Say some shit backwards, inside out. I guess I won't do that again. I'll just sit here and enjoy my Dr. Pepper. My wife is a very woke lady, but only to a point. The other day I asked her, why'd you change your voice on your GPS from a woman to a man? And she said, Mike, let's face it, that bitch don't know where she's going. So it's the first week of March, the days are getting longer. Sun sets later in the day. I uh, tend to daydream while I'm driving of uh, going camping and biking and kayaking and fishing and all those good things. And I know that these are things that I I, I have the best of intentions of doing. And uh, I never end up doing it. And that sucks. But this last year of not being able to do things even though my life really didn't change as much as most I deliver bread for a living and my wife's a nurse so we were dubbed with the essential worker tag I don't feel like I'm essential I don't think my work feels I'm essential I don't think people in general feel I'm essential most of the time people think that the guy driving the bread truck when he's on the road is just another thing they have to get around while they're trying to get to their job or do whatever they're doing it's more of a pain in the ass for them to deal with the truck. I just drive a small bread truck. I used to drive the UPS style bread truck. And now we have like a box. It's not a tractor trailer. It's just a box truck. About a 11 and a half, 11 and a half foot clearance. And I know when you're in a small car and some assholes driving in the rain next to you is in a box truck with some mud flaps on it. And the rain's spitting up all over you. I know. Because when I'm passing by a tractor trailer in torrential rain, I curse them. But they're just trying to make their living too. But the real point I was making was, was that my life hasn't changed much because my job back a year ago just handed me an envelope with a letter in it. They didn't even give me an envelope. They just gave me a photocopied letter that said we were essential workers and had to write to cross state lines and this and that. Because back then... You, you know, I live in Massachusetts. You weren't supposed to cross state lines. Well, the bread company I work for is based out of Rhode Island. And they truck the bread up to us in Worcester. And we take care of, you know, Worcester, Connecticut, and parts of Rhode Island. And we're supposed to just do it, you know. I know I'm kind of searching for words and trying to find something to say that's important. But my life hasn't changed a lot. I heard people on other podcasts, you know, big time comedians and different people saying that they're in their house, you know, they're just there all the time. My kids were homeschooled in a, in a Florida virtual school because the school that they had was completely ill prepared for this, just like any other one, and had to re enroll our kids in an out of state program because the only one they could find. And my oldest flourished in it. She did fine. You know, she's an A student and she just does her homework. She'll do it at 2 o'clock in the morning. I don't care. You know, she's 17 years old and she can, she's, as long as she's getting good grades and doing, turning in her reports, it's fine with me. 
but my youngest is in fourth grade and if you're not on her about doing her work she'd much rather just play roadblocks like most kids so after a year of this and really and having you know young cousins and family members come and try to sit with her and teach her while we both work and pay all the money for all this it's just crazy so we just re-enrolled her into um, part-time school that the rest of the kids are doing going twice a week and then having an actual real teacher that she knows in the last well where we live teacher on the uh, off days and other than that you know, my kids had it rough. They didn't go out anywhere. They didn't do anything. When we go anywhere or do anything, it's it's a new experience for them. It's all the masks and stuff. And my wife's a nurse, and she's been vaccinated. And I'm an essential worker. You know, I'm a I'm a truck driver, for lack of a better term. I'm a bread man. I'm in my mid 40s, so I'm probably not getting a vaccination for quite some time. I've been out there, and luckily, I haven't gotten COVID. Nobody in my direct family has. My sister or brother-in-law, I don't know, they got sick. I don't know if they actually had it or not. But in this four-person home that I live in, we've been all right. God bless and knock on wood. But my youngest had to go back to school. It's it's nerve-wracking, you know. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do there. But she needed to have some type of structure because she was losing her mind. She didn't realize that she was being rude and obnoxious to us about anything we'd ask her to do. And just two days after going back to school, talking with her friends, maybe they aren't even her closest friends, but just kids in her class, she's already come home and had a a brightness to her, a a better disposition. And I know this isn't comedy-based, what I'm saying right now, but I do know that it's affecting everyone and there's not really much else to talk about because I've I've been trying to rack my brains for a couple weeks now to try to come up with some stories, some funny things. And it's just not there right now. And that's all right. It will be again. I strive to be better. I, I want to do good. So as I drive around in my bread truck, I, I think of think of better days. And I daydream of having a Ford Econoline van, you know, with the, with the extended high roof, all tricked out, four-wheel drive, camping vehicle, so I can go and do some adventures with my family or my friends or whatever. And though that's kind of not reality-based, I still have some things that I can do. I can go and mountain bike. I got a really nice mountain bike. Granted, it's 20 years old, but it's, like, brand new. I got a kayak, you know. These are things that, on those few days that I do have and the time that I get, I have to I have to get another one for my wife because she's very interested in going. And I got to go take advantage of these things. Invite my kids to go with us. Try to make more of it than just going to work and coming home. Because I got to admit, man, I'm kind of envious of the people that actually had something happen. I mean, granted, we still have an income. And that's that's a blessing. But there are people out there that were doing quite well. Well, I don't know if they're doing quite well, but we're doing all right. Collecting. And we didn't. We worked right through it. And it's been tough. Especially to have a wife who's a nurse because she hears about it all day long and hears about the bad things that happen to people and it's scary, you know, but uh, the days are getting longer and the nights are getting shorter and it's better to be out here in the day because that seasonal depression does not help when there's a pandemic going on. 
But it's March, baby. It's March. It's the first week of March. And uh, I can already tell by even the little public radio stations, like, that play the little the folk music and stuff. They, it changes. There's a little bit of a an emphasis on happiness at this time of year that's it's not there a month ago, you know? I do have some sadness to report this week. A good friend of mine passed away. I'm going to talk to one of my friends before I reveal his name because I'm very conscious of saying anything about anyone, but he was a really good friend of mine years ago, and I lost touch with him for a long time. So it was kind of a surreal feeling to go back and see him and his parents and his sister and brother at the wake the other day. And seeing photos from when he when he was around, when, I, when we were friends, and seeing photos from times when I wasn't around him because he was with other people or with his family. And I'm just going to say some more cliche things of, you know, life is short and do the best you can with what you have and put a smile on. Put a smile on even if you can't feel it. Put it on and let people know that it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. You, you know, this this. there are good things that happen in life. You dwell on the bad ones sometimes. And it'd be great if people would dwell on the good ones. I don't even know if that makes any sense. I mean, I'm just trying to be positive, but... I'll miss that dude. He was a great hockey player. He's a very funny kid. Proud Irishman. And, uh... You know, what, what, what else can I say? Uh, I'd love to reveal his name right now, but I just don't feel confident in telling anybody that right now. And maybe I'm being silly because it's not really that bad, or, or not, it's not bad at all. It's it's unfortunate. I just I just feel like you know sometimes when you I want to do this podcast, you know, I want to have all sorts of stories. I have many many stories, and I have to second guess them all the time because I'm like, well, how is this going to reflect on me as a person? It's already happened to me, but my life is different now. Should I worry about what I said or did in the past? I'll let it be in the past. And my wife often says, she's like, oh, you often think about the good old days and you're not thinking about the today days. And I may be putting words in her mouth, but at the same time, she's right. You know, I I think of days gone by as the good old days that were so much better than now. And that's not true. I don't really feel that way because I can remember being in those times and feeling despair of not having a good job and not having a wife or not having a girlfriend and not having anything. And the few times I had jokes and I had laughs with my friends, I had pictures of it. I look back at it like that's how it always was. But that's not the truth. I'm not saying it was terrible, but it's not the truth. Just like the truth isn't now that everything is terrible. Like I said, my life hasn't changed that much. I'm still going to work every day. My wife's still going to work every day. My kids are going to school. My parents are all right. My sister's all right. My nephew's all right. Granted, I feel bad for some people. I have nieces and nephews in upstate New York going into the junior and senior year of high school and freshman year of college in these last two years. And they didn't get to go to prom. I know some people like, screw prom. But you know what, man? I went to a shitload of proms. I had a good time at them. I danced and stuff. I didn't. I wasn't some hip punk who thought it was cool not to go to it. I went to them. 
I had fun. I, I went into parties afterwards. Sometimes I didn't. Sometimes I went straight home. I just think it's interesting. It's fascinating what's going on right now. As far as the president, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm not going to slip into that. I, I started to say his name right now or, or mention something as if I know anything to say about it. People were so determined to get him out of office and have, a, a, you know, the last guy out of office and get this guy in. And I don't know, man. Who knows? I'm an independent and I'll feel that way the rest of my life, I believe. I hope he does a good job. I'm I'm not going to slip into it, man. I'm on the tip of my tongue. I want to talk about it, but the truth of the matter is, is I don't know enough about politics. I don't know enough about a lot of things to make comments. And that's the problem I have with being a podcaster is I'm like, hey, I'll just talk about stuff. But I don't want to be a bullshit artist. I don't want to be a liar. I don't want to be an over-opinioned asshole, an over-opinionated asshole who doesn't know what he's talking about. I'd like to talk about these things. I'd like to know more about them. I like to take the time to learn about them. But at the same time, I don't know what the truth is. I don't know what the truth is all the time with all these things. I, I, I do believe you should trust your gut. I don't know if your gut is all, if you're always going to recognize when your gut's telling you something. Or at least me. Sometimes I feel like, oh, I just have a bellyache. <laughs> You know, or or is this, I, I just don't feel right about this. But if you don't have something to feel right about to replace it with, I guess you got to roll with it. And you always got to roll with it. It's my feeling about most things. You got to, you just got to do what you got to do. You got to get by. It's very important to be socially aware of all the things that are going on in the world. But don't burden yourself with it. Because you're just you. Find, find those things in your life that you really can do something about. Start with yourself. Start with your family. Start with calling your grandfather because he's not going to be here forever. Start with calling your sister other than going to a fucking wake. You know what I'm saying? You can sit here and bitch about politics or some stupid conspiracy or whatever the thing is that's occupying your mind. But the truth of the matter is, is that you, you should be dealing with what's right in front of you. It's that old saying of like, oh, don't vote for federal politics or national politics. Vote for in-home politics and, and, and local. Break it down even further to your direct nucleus of people you are around. I'm getting a little preachy right now, and I understand that, and I probably will delete this later. Well, maybe I won't. I don't know. I've already been babbling for a while here. But I just... Just looking forward to having a positive outlook on things. You know, if I learned anything from my friend passing away this past week and going to his wake, was it... I don't want to judge people anymore. I know you, you, everyone's going to judge people. You're going to. It's your natural defense mechanism. But, but don't. I don't know if I should say don't, but maybe judge them, then reassess it before you say anything. 
Because you don't know what's going on in someone else's head. You can see the whatever they put out to you. Or maybe you don't even see that correctly either. But you can possibly see what other people are projecting to you. But if you don't really know what the fuck is going on in their head, why would you have any fucking opinion about them? Because I feel as though whenever I get critical about somebody, I start to bitch about them. And then about three sentences in, I recognize I'm saying something that I'm guilty of. Or some variation that makes me remind me or makes, yeah, makes my, me remind myself that I'm not perfect either. And I don't intend to be perfect, but at the same time, I'd like to strive to be better. All right. Starting to talk a little jibber-jabbery, I understand. But I think if you know me, or if you just listen closely and read between the lines, you get what I'm saying. I love my boy that passed away this past week. I regret that I haven't seen him in some years. But my life was different, and so was his. And time changes, and you don't see people the way you always did. And I recognize it just from being at the wake that there were people there that didn't know who I was, and I didn't really know who they were, and I figured it out afterwards or while while I was in the moment. But I wasn't the only one doing that. You know, when you pass away, there's going to be a wide spectrum of people that show up to your wake, and it's awkward for them because, especially when you're a young guy in your 40s, you know, I guess that's relatively young, you know, you're going to meet people from every moment of your existence who decided to go, people who are solidly close to you. And, and, and there are some people out there, and, and, and they have more than one group of friends, and they don't interact. Or they do a little bit, but you don't realize how close they were with those other people. And you think to yourself, wow, I didn't really know this guy the way I thought I did. And they're thinking the same thing about you or about them or about him or whatever. I guess I'm babbling right now and it's it's okay. And, I, and if this isn't the best podcast I've ever done, but moral of the story is, is to try to be good to yourself. Try to look out for your friends. Remember to call people. Take care of your business at home. And do the dishes. Because they're sitting right next to me right now and they need to be done. So with that being said, and everything else I just said, rest easy, old dog. friend said to me the other day, you ever had sex with a prostitute? You know, on her day off? Only to have her say, I should have charged him. And in closing, I'll leave you with some encouraging words. In the middle of difficulty lies opportunity. Dr. Martin Luther King. Go confidently in the direction of your dreams. 
Live your life as you have imagined. Henry Thoreau. And I'm not sure if I'm the first person to say this, but I've said it before. Be good to yourself. You're not a bad person. Thank you. And have a good night.